Good morning, everyone. It's eight minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's November 11th. It's Armistice Day, a Veterans Day. It's Remembrance Day in Canada. Shaman Dobbin joins me, half man, half amazing. We have a fantaculous show planned for you today, so we hope that you will get get involved. It's Veterans Day. It's also National Medal Day. It's National Sunday Day. Uh, you, you can go out and have a Sunday, uh, Shane. And uh, it, it's also, what's the other day? Uh, lost my lost my place here. It's, it's Singles Day. Shane and I are both single. So yeah, we'll celebrate Singles Day uh, together here. So what's up, man? Oh, not much. It's, I just one of these things. You know, it's an important day uh, to me. I think it's probably one of the most important national holidays of the year because of what it means. Uh, you know, the 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 poppy that we all wear in Canada and the the Commonwealth is recognition of the veterans of World War One. And um, a lieutenant colonel, John McRae, wrote a, a famous poem in Flanders Field. And he wrote it on May 3rd, 1915. The, the war started in 1914. He, he, he his good friend, Alex Heimer, died in a battle. And, and he sat there and, and wrote this poem. You should all read it. It's a very short poem. It's fabulous. And, uh, and amazingly enough... Uh, he, he suggested to his commander that you know, whatever you decide how to end this, it should be, uh, you know, the same hour or the same month or the same day. And they, apparently uh, they, they took notice. 11, 11, so, 11. That's right. The 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month. Mm -hmm. It's regrettable that it wasn't the war of all wars, as my grandfather told me. He fought in it. And uh, he, uh, he was a pretty phenomenal guy. He didn't have any... PSDT issues similar to you, Thomas, when he came back, but yeah. he, he was badly wounded in his left leg. And uh, so I learned as a child at five, you know, what the meaning of, of war was from him. He, he made it made sure that uh, myself and I, two brothers, were well aware of the meaning. Yeah. Well, I, I still sweat when I hear a helicopter. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's you know, it's just a, it's it's a remarkable thing when you see a plane fly over on days like today. Yeah, the F sixteen or whatever you see, you you've got to go to an air show to realize how big they are. I mean, they're yeah. the size of a, they're the size of a five thousand square foot home. I mean, they're yeah, huge. they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah, and fly pretty fast. <laughs> Indeed, pretty, they go pretty quick. <laughs> That's right. All right, a couple other things we got to remind you of. Eastern Washington uh, will be at the stadium today to take on the Cats. And thank God they're playing here, Shane, because if they were in Eastern Washington, <laughs> we'd have to look at that ridiculous red field they've got. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, maybe that's okay in person, but on TV, it bleeds all over the place. You know, it's just not, it's not fun and, to watch. And, and you'd think it'd be uh, a confusing issue for the players yeah. in some ways, you know. Uh, be, they always talk about uh, sunlight, you know, how it blinds pick punters, depending, or kickers. Yeah, they put the uh, black stuff under their eyes to yeah, take exactly. care of the glare, yeah. People receiving, mm -hmm. you know, the ball or even pit, even pit, even uh, passes. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> and we all know the difference between, 
you know, fresh grass and that rubber rat, yeah. rubber <laughs> nets, grass, rubber rat's nest or whatever you want to call it, yeah. plastic they use. Well, the cats are 19-point favorites uh, over uh, eastern Washington. So, uh, And next week, of course, Shane, is the uh, Montana versus MSU, the Brawl of the Wild uh, the is going on. Uh, yep, we're going to have that. Uh, that's uh, next Saturday. So uh, going to be quite a uh, quite a uh, spectacle here, as it always well, yeah. is, except we're going to Montana uh, this time around, <laughs> this so is, it'll be played there. This, this is great. We, we have our CFL playoffs now, and uh, mm-hmm. um, Vancouver uh, is playing Ottawa, or Manitoba, for yeah. hopefully to get in the Grey Cup. So the Grey Cup is coming, the big cup for football in Canada. All right. Let's take the a phone Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. This is Jerry. How are you? It's the great one. Good morning, good sir. Uh, Just grateful to be alive. One more day. (laughs) Me too. Of breathing fresh air. And Tom, (laughs) thanks for your service. Thank you. Shane, um, uh, Remembrance Day, um, I always go into my file of, uh, of, uh, of, of documentaries. And every time I look, I see the landing of the Canadians in first in Dieppe, and they just got absolutely hammered in that particular operation. And they okay. were all Canadian as, as far as I can remember. And they took it on the chin because it wasn't well planned. And two years later, the landing at, at, at the um, Normandy beaches of Juneau, codenamed Nan, Love, and Mike, and they took it on the chin there, too, and all the way through their uh, their uh, progress through uh, Con and into Fouet's. So a shout-out to those, if there are any alive from World War II, and, of course, your contribution in the Korean War. So I do remember you folks also. If it wasn't for you, we would have never gotten our convoys across the Atlantic in the opening of the war, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what that's what my father did. He was in the uh, commercial navy. Never, never was recognized by the Canadian government for that. But. That's a shame. That's absolutely a shame. And and Tom and we know when we came home, we weren't all that well recognized as long and uh, along with the Korean War veterans. They just they weren't recognized. And my shout out goes out to Clint if he's listening. Yeah. Thank you, Clint. <laughs> For keeping me into elementary school while I was uh, while you were over there. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I I I have all the uh, respect in the world for those uh, for those fellows because that was a hard harsh campaign in Korea, and I was yeah. stationed over there. And you mentioned something about every time you hear a helicopter. Yeah. I was a helicopter crew chief on flying status time, yeah. and I'll tell you what, every mission I flew, I was white knuckled. Oh yeah. Uh, I want to tell you. <laughs> It, it, it's not it's not a whole lot of fun, you know, it, although a helicopter is fairly safe as long as the blades are still on it. That's true. You know, and, you know, most people don't realize that during that period of time through the 60s and, mm-hmm. and early 70s, there was a lot of training going on for the, uh, you know, for the fellows, uh, whether they be Army, Navy and, and Air Force. Um, for the uh, you know for deployment to to Vietnam and I lost mm-hmm. a number of friends in training 
while I was stationed in Florida. I was stationed in the same field where Doolittle's B-25s were practicing how to get off that aircraft carrier. And I want to what tell you, we, I, lost some, I lost some friends, uh, loadmasters, pilots, crew chiefs, every, you know, every, every part of the operation, even, you know, even ground service personnel in training. It was brutal. So, and, and people, people don't realize that there are a lot of veterans out there that may not have been deployed into a combat zone, but yet they did their job. Amen, That's right. Amen. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the phenomenal things uh, about war, particularly in the 20th century, are are, are are remarkable. What the chain of events, or how anything could have flipped the other way. That mm-hmm. it's incredible that five months after December 7th, you know, be, when your country was attacked, that that you know a, a Lieutenant Colonel Doolittle trained guys to fly off an aircraft here that no one ever, no one believed could be done, and. No one, and he went right to the president with his idea, and you know they they got out on the ocean. Terrible weather flew off the carrier, and uh, a couple dozen of them flew over Japan and dropped bombs on Tokyo and some armaments. They didn't do a lot of great damage except the emotional damage they did to everyone, including the emperor, because they got bombed. They never thought that would have ever been possible. So it, the, <laughs> right. yeah, it was it was a huge huge. Mm-hmm. successful uh, mission but those those are the type mm-hmm. of things that we should remember people for because that's it's a terrible thing when i looked at the auxiliary runway when i was stationed on that base I, I you know i could walk from the line where they had to get that aircraft off the ground to where they started i'm saying to myself i don't know how these guys could do that but they yes. did and, and yeah. it, it's, it's an incredible thing. And, and they just wound up those engines until the pistons were ready to fly out of the, uh, you know, their housings <laughs> and, and just right. get that nose up off the ground. It, it was it's an incredible feat. And every every veteran, every person out there, when you see a veteran, just thank him for his service, no matter what that service may have been, it, it, even if he wasn't, uh, you know, overseas. In, uh, in 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 you know in a combat situation, there were a lot of guys deployed in Thailand, flying mm-hmm. missions into Laos and Cambodia to to, to intercept uh, you know uh, infiltration, and the Korean fellows what what they had to go through was absolutely abominable. I have a great documentary on the Korean War, and it was it's it's gut wrenching when you see it. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, so, and I, you know I mentioned in and, the, at the beginning how big these planes are. It's it's a remarkable thing because you should go to see an aircraft carrier, take a look how short the runway is on an aircraft carrier for these huge planes. That's why they slingshot them off it because they yeah. it's the same thing today. Yeah. So you know not, not yeah, only did he accomplish that for that that mission in World War in World War the beginning of World War II, but it led to the successful launching of planes, the bigger planes I'm talking about mm-hmm. on aircraft carriers. Right, but originally aircraft carriers did not have any other way but turn into the wind. Hopefully, That's you had right. a good strong wind, yeah. and that would help you. the The hydraulic launching mm-hmm. was a little later. Steam catapults and yes. and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing came a little later in the war. It it it, it it's just a progression. And that's another thing too. We have to admire and and thank the people who worked on the home front the production that this country oh. did during that war oh, was amazing. absolutely astounding yeah pretty amazing uh, uh, it, it absolutely was 
And gentlemen, I just wanted to touch on one thing. I don't know if you heard this news story about this Baltimore prosecutor who scammed COVID money to buy two homes yeah. in Florida. And this is it. Who was who was wasn't she the same woman who prosecuted a couple of cops because of what some sort of incident they had with a some sort of criminal or is that Freddie Gray? Is that who that was? I don't know. Uh, that was Baltimore. I'm, I'm pretty sure, though. I don't know if it was him or not. But... Huh? Anyway, I mean, these these people these people are getting away with way too much. Yeah. And hopefully they, you know, hopefully justice will come as it should. Yeah. So. Well, we'll figure it well, out. <laughs> yep. Thanks, well, Sherry. Cats. You betcha. Thank <laughs> you, guys. And once again, fly the flag if you can. If it's not too windy out there. Amen. <laughs> Take care. 522-TALK is the number, 406-522-8255. Call your alma, Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, good morning, boys and girls. Nancy, You're how you doing? doing great this morning. <laughs> I'm telling you, I respect and honor to all our veterans. That include uh, Tom mm-hmm. and, of course, Vietnam War. It was the War of Helicopters. That's right. And my favorite commander, Lieutenant Colonel Hal Moore, who I just love. I just love his life story. Uh, of the 1st Battalion, 7th Cavalry. Uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, in 1867, at, <clears throat> you know, it was um, General Custer, um, who was also a lieutenant colonel later here out here on the Plains Indian Wars. He commanded uh, the 7th Cavalry, and the 7th Cavalry was established uh, in 1867. So it's uh, really amazing. But I... I have to say, uh, Tom, you also had a birthday, so happy birthday. And I wanted to say to all you ladies out there, listen to this. Since Tom is single, he always tells us he's single. Uh, the scorpion men can be dedicated and faithful, but at times they may become obsessive, possessive, and overwhelming. They are extremely sensitive and take time to build trust and respect with their partners. Scorpios are not lacking in initiative, and they consider their sex life to be of great importance. See, Tom, now, Tom, we know everything about you. All right. <laughs> but I, I want to say, uh, you know what? I think you should have ran for mayor of Bozeman. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you didn't have very good choices. In the, in the guy that got uh, to become mayor who was voted in, he wants to start all this public housing there. Yeah. And if that goes through, Tom, uh, I, don't know how you, I don't know how you people are doing it now. Uh, paying property taxes, but that's going to double or triple your yeah. taxes if that if that if that happens. I don't know you. You got any comments on that? Well, we're going to talk about a couple developments in uh, Bozeman this morning. Um, right after we get through here with some other stuff, so yeah. Well, I don't know. It's uh, I think you should have ran for mayor. Well, I don't live in the city, so that's the issue. <laughs> ah, well, I'll have to run for well, county well, commissioner. Well, why don't you do that then? I'm too old, Nancy. Oh, stop it. Come on, you're looking for a woman. You're not that old. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, you guys have a great morning, Uh, and I'm going to listen to the rest of the show. God bless all of you, and especially our veterans out there listening to Tom and Jane this morning. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care, Nancy. Bye-bye. Yeah, Friday morning about seven thirty, I had a I had a real scare. Uh, I was, you know, I woke up and, you know, Shane. Uh, sometimes you you wake up and you you know there's something wrong. Uh, you know, your your body telling you, uh, you know. And I'm sitting there on the uh, on the edge of the bed and I'm thinking, geez, 
you know, this isn't right. How how dangerous is this? And and uh, I reached my phone to maybe call 911, and I, by accident, I hit the calendar, and I saw it was November 10th, and I realized uh, my problem was I just turned 80. And <laughs> for the next nine days, Joe Biden and I are the same age. How scary is that? <laughs> well, yeah, you, there, there isn't any comparison whatsoever. You, <laughs> well, at you, least I know, what, I know what state I'm in, I think. State of confusion. Uh, or <laughs> And you know the date, and you carry on a great conversation. So, I, yeah, no. I, okay. So not, you, too, you, not too many and, gaffes, huh? And, and, and you see this guy, women out there listening. I mean, he's good looking. He's got this beautiful long locks of hair. Yeah. I mean, you see, he got big, nice big mustache he's ready yeah. to go i'm ready to go man i'm ready to go <laughs> no congratulations <laughs> oh man it's all right so yeah 80 is the new 40 they tell me so i don't know i guess we'll, i guess i'll find out over the years well don't don't do it that judge that you know in new york that's listening to uh the trump trial and and you know put a selfie on on uh on uh, TikTok or whatever. Oh yeah, like yeah, that, so. with the, <laughs> the bathroom I, selfies. I, yeah, how can? I mean, this guy. I don't know. He's a major mm-hmm. case, and he puts selfies on on uh, wow on yeah on social media. Wow, well, well, Elsie uh, Stefanik uh, is going to file an ethics complaint against him. Um, well, she should. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. going to happen. So. Uh, we got to talk about the uh, the mayor's race. Uh, we got the uh, yeah. mayor mayor ran, of course. So uh, we got to talk a little bit about that. Joey Morrison was um, the uh, winner, I guess. And uh, as Nancy pointed out, uh, all these guys, all these guys want affordable housing, but they keep uh, they keep approving these luxury apartments. And we're going to talk about uh, a couple of them coming up here, but. But uh, let's take a phone call before we uh, jump into uh, <laughs> development in Bozeman. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Well, good morning, Tom. Morning, Shane. This morning. is Clint. Morning, Clint. Good morning, good to say sir. Hello this and morning. Thank and you for your service, and welcome home to you as well. Yeah, and uh, you, Tom. I'm a little ahead of you in age. But, I know you are, yeah. <laughs> I I hope I get to where you are. <laughs> oh, well, I'm still in good shape, so I'm, yeah. I think that uh, uh, I did a lot of swimming when I was in the Navy. All but right. Anyway, anyway, I just wanted to relate uh, one little story. Sure. Uh, this is a true story. I was on the LSMR 403. Now, I don't know if you know what that is. It's a little rocket ship. It's 205 feet long. We had a lieutenant for a, a captain that run the ship. And we had uh, five rocket launchers, one on each side of the ship. And anyway, when we had the prisoner exchange in Korea, our guys were awful bad. They were terrible the way they came in. I won't, dis- I won't uh, say what... Uh, how they were. They were just awful. But anyway, when the Koreans, we turned them loose back to their country, they were all fed and well well kept. But uh, 
right after the armistice was signed, I took a and uh, I told the, my commanding first class officer there that I wanted to go ashore. So I went. We were uh, right in the bay. We have uh, a vinch on there, and anyway, it only the ship only drew about four foot of water in the bow and about six foot in the in the stern. It was uh, we could go into the Yellow River pretty close to it anyway. But anyway. I wanted to go ashore, and uh, so uh, there's about ten of us went ashore, and we got on a, in a little LCVP, which is a landing craft, and we went to uh, the little island called uh, there's a little island there called Wamido, and there's a causeway between Wamido and the mainland, and it's made out of rock. It was a beautiful wall that they built. But anyway, we went into the town of Inchon and we looked at it, and it looks the same. We looked the same as what's happening right now in the Middle East. Yeah. And so I went into this one building. Clint, I'm up against the bottom of the hour. Let me hold you over, and okay. we'll finish this on the other side of the news. Okay. All right, hang on. You and Shane can uh, talk. <laughs> All right. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. When we come back, uh, we got new developments coming in Bozeman. Uh, we got to talk about the Republican debate. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Jill Stein is uh, going to be the Green Party candidate. Will she take votes away from uh, from uh, the uh, the other two candidates running? West Yellowstone votes to ban cannabis, and uh, well, we'll uh, we'll see a lot more when we come back. Joe Manchin not running. That's big news. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. Saturday, it's November 11th, Armistice Day, uh, Veterans Day, uh, beautiful day. And the Cats are going to take on Eastern Washington out at the stadium at 1 o'clock. That'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. So check that out. Uh, we've got Clint on the phone. We've got uh, Shane uh, on Skype. So uh, you guys take it away. I'll finish up and I'll get off. Uh, after we landed uh, on a little causeway there, it's a pretty good-sized causeway there at Inchon, between it and Wamido in the mainland. But anyway, after we landed there, uh, there's about 10 of us, and we decided we'd take a look at the Inchon. You know, there was people trying to uh, clean up things and one thing or another, you know, after the war. It's like I said, a war zone looked like uh, Israel's looking now in the Gaza Strip. But uh, we went to this one building, all of us did, and they said that we could go in there and maybe, uh, t- uh, you know, and maybe get a beer or some damn thing. But uh, we couldn't get no beer. There wasn't any. But there was people in there. I never seen such a poor, a bad sight in my whole life of the Korean people that suffered so much. And so I can just imagine what's the suffering that's going on in the Gaza Strip. Uh, I've been there, done that, and I know what I'm talking about. And what's going on, uh, Tom, and I don't know if the rest of people agree with me or not, but what's going on in Israel is a, is a shame. And it's too bad uh, when I went from Korea to Palestine now, but what's going on is, is uh, it's not good for us. It's not good for the world. It's not good for the Jewish people or the Palestinian people. And I don't know why people like killing each other or want more money, more power, 
over the other guy. I have never figured that out, Tom, and I'm 89 years old. I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's terrible what's going on over there. And you, Tom, you've been in in, in Vietnam. You know what it's like. Yeah. I've been in Korea. I know what it's like. And if the rest of the people that's listening to us in this listening audience uh, could have been in the places you and I have been, you know, then they wouldn't be trying to kill each other. At least I don't think so. But on this Armistice Day, I want to thank all the other guys that served. And if you get a free breakfast, maybe I, I... Somebody told me Sidewinders was given free breakfast for the veterans. Mm-hmm. And I think probably the, the American Legion is too, aren't they, Tom? Or, I would know? imagine. Uh, I don't know. You can uh, look online for uh, veterans, uh, you know, freebies in Bozeman or something like that, or Belgrade yeah. or Livingston, certainly. Well, to all my friends out there that I know mm-hmm. that are veterans, uh, have a nice armistice, uh, armistice day. Yeah. And just be safe. Treat your mankind, love one another, and no more fighting. There you go. That's what I want to say today. And God bless all of us. And thank you, Tom and Shane, for taking the call. All right. Thanks for being there. We appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. Yeah, war is hell, and uh, it's not not fun, Shane. So, Um, I I don't know. On the on the Israel side, um, you know, they're talking about this ceasefire thing. Uh, you know, Shane and I were talking before we went on the air about Macron and his comments. Uh, the he's the uh, premier of France or president of France or whatever he's called. Uh, (laughs) but anyway, yeah, the fifth republic, yeah. Uh, in the first place, Israel was attacked. So, you know, my way of thinking is that if you're attacked, uh, you know, Germany attacked uh, Poland and France and, uh, you know, Czechoslovakia and everybody else over there in Europe. And, and uh, the, you know, the options are to fight back. And unfortunately, um, you know, in Vietnam, we, we bombed villages and unfortunately uh, civilians were, were killed. And, you know, for, for us who don't have a dog in the fight to sit back and try to dictate to Israel what they should or shouldn't do, uh, I think is, I, uh, you know, would we like it if, uh, you know, if, if Canada was Russia and uh, Mexico was uh, China, (laughs) would, (laughs) would we listen to Macron say, Hey guys, just calm down. Uh, you know, they're lobbing bombs into you, but so what? You know, take it easy. I don't think we would say that. I think we would say, hey, get butt out. It's none of your business. But Well, it's clear from the demonstrations in your country <laughs> that uh, the invasion occurring on your southern border has t- taken them to a place of irrationality. Yeah. They, they just don't want to believe it. Well, I I think that's I think that's part of it. I know we've seen uh, TV spots where they go down and interview the protesters, and they have no clue what what they're what's going on there, or who does what, or who belongs to who. Uh, you know, they've just been told uh, you know carry this sign and yell loudly, and yeah. you know, and but I'm wondering, you know, you've got a the Jewish uh, students at universities are afraid to go to class or, 
you know, afraid to walk on campus. Where is BLM? You know, where are the where are the groups that uh, fight for the oppressed? <laughs> you know, where's it's where's amazing. the where's now? Where's the now nags? Um, you know, where where are these groups that uh, you know uh, always talk about? Uh, where are the, where's the LGBTQ? Where are those guys? You know, why why aren't they down there marching on the side of the oppressed uh, uh, Jewish people? Jewish students well, or Jewish uh, people walking the streets of cities. None of these people have been taught that, you know, the Muslim belief of uh, death to infidels, uh, their hate's so great they have no design for peace. Yeah. That, that, you know. well, that's why I say, uh, you know, there's no peace with, you can't negotiate with somebody. No. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's just the end of it. So, but Here I mean, they... You know, the goal is very simple. It's the eradication of Israel. They don't want Israel to exist at all. And, you know, that happens. Uh, I guess they'll go after the Egyptians next or the Jordanians or, you know, the Kurds or the, you know, the Persians, whatever. So I I think peace in that region is, is an oxymoron. It, it's a very apparent, Thomas. Yeah. It's very apparent. Yeah. yeah. Well, to move on, uh, we've got two big developments that are coming to Bozeman, and I know the uh, various candidates running. We're talking about uh, uh, talking about uh, we don't want uh, you know we're tired of these luxury apartments. We need affordable housing and all of that. Well, it uh, left lane development based out of New York. Uh, they are going to. Uh, they got a development going by the library, 350,000 square feet, uh, 606 and 608 East Main Street. Uh, they want a parking structure on the parking lot of the library. The, pro, the proposed uh, structure would, repur, uh, would uh, serve the hotel as well. They want a 75-year easement for a dollar a year to do that. And they're going to put in, uh, you know, uh, condos and, um, you know, apartments, whatever. Uh, I don't think they're going to be uh, anything, uh, anything uh, affordable. Uh, I seriously doubt a change because they're talking about a, a, a pretty big piece of change there. So, uh, yeah, the development uh, it would be uh, they want a parking structure on the parking lot of the library and the proposed parking would reportedly serve the hotel property as well as the uh, as well as the library and they want to put uh, mixed-use hotel condo multifamily development and uh, in there and um, if you want to get involved in that uh, they've got a meeting coming up on November 15th 4 p.m. at the community room uh, in the library which is open to the public so uh, put that on your calendar if you want to go down and uh, talk about it or find out what's find out what's going on, November fifteenth, four p.m. at the uh, large community room at the public library there on Main Street. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can. Now, for those of you who are wondering uh, why uh, the bamboo garden and uh, that sector is all blocked off and uh, got chain link fence all around it, Shane. Well, we got a Minneapolis contractor there. They're going to put up 121 apartments, 127 stalls of underground parking, Shane. And 
<laughs> they're going to have a lot. Yeah, they're going to have 15 stalls of service parking. They're going to have 222 bike parking stalls, 65 ski lock ski lockers, and 900 feet of retail space. And it'll consist of studio, one and two bedroom uh, units uh, ranging from around 600 square feet to 1800 square feet. And it'll be high-end finishes. They'll have a rooftop indoor-outdoor lounge, fireplace grills, and uh, views of the highlight uh, peak and Spanish peak, second-level outdoor courtyard with a large uh, group of hot tubs and sauna, fitness and yoga yoga studio, a pet spa. You got to have a pet spa, Shane. I mean, uh, yeah. Microbrew and coffee taps, a library, co-working spaces, dedicated ski and snowboard storage in custom lockers. And to top it all off, Shane, we're going to have underground heated parking. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, this need for for some place to build low-cost housing yeah. and, and yeah. for some reason your city council mm-hmm. couldn't buy that property and... Uh, yeah. It is, Put up it, some low-cost housing, huh? Yeah. It, yeah, and it, there's nowhere to build. You're told by them, and we yeah. don't know how to. We're going to solve this problem, and, and someone jumps ahead of them to build a parking lot. I, wow, yeah, I that's that's. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, the guys from Minneapolis, uh, the JLL Capital Markets, uh, they've got a 32 million construction financing. They got 15 million equity placement uh, for the development, um, and uh, so they've got the uh, they got the money to do it. They got a three-year floating rate loan uh, through a regional bank, and they've also sourced the joint venture equity from a real estate investment manager. So, but uh, this is going to be a pretty snazzy place, Shane. So it's not going to be for those folks making 30 grand a year. Well, I don't mean to segue, but I, my, my feeling is I'd be very surprised if it gets built. We, we have a real issue now, and of course, uh, Black Swan, we talk about it all the time, that uh, mm-hmm. landed this last week. Uh, WeWork went bankrupt. It's a, a major company mm-hmm. with regards to in de- uh, commercial uh, um, uh, leasing buildings. And uh, we, we, you know, we, we've been talking about this for about a, a year that this was coming to a head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, globally, commercial real estate market is $20 trillion, the industry. And, uh, you know, this company, you know, was um, um, leasing properties in New York to London. And uh, the commercial real estate is uh, is a real issue. In London, it's a 30-year high vacancy with half the the buildings, the commercial buildings now in London, empty. Mm-hmm. People are at home. 50 to 80 percent of the employees are working at home. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you only have a opportunity to convert maybe one to three percent of these buildings to residential living. And it's very expensive and time-consuming. So... Uh, I, I, with, with the issue that we're, it, we're all still being faced, I mean, uh, year over year in September, the uh, 
Chinese government in September was down 6% on exports and in October 6% again. So 12% in two months. So mm -hmm. it, it, this is, it's not a good situation, Thomas. It's not going to improve and everyone's trying to tell us it is. And, mm -hmm. you know, and the bobbleheads, they finally have admitted about the recession in the, you know, the real estate market. And, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we got to talk about it because mm -hmm. it's a real major issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is going to be built. The uh, backhoe is there. They've got uh, chain link all around the property. So uh, this is pretty much a done deal. They're going to start wrecking, wrecking that place, uh, the bamboo garden and the uh, <laughs> a couple of places next to it. Used to be the ice cream uh, place used to be there and Speedy Print was there for a while. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're going to they're going to make a. Uh, gonna make it happen and uh so i don't know we talk about this affordable housing and i there's no answer to affordable housing that i'm i mean there's just too many things involved in it shane um yes that's it's right. just a, it's just not a workable thing from our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight, Tom, you are living. Uh, you are living one of housing solutions for Bozeman mobile homes. I am living in a mobile home, and it is the best decision I ever made. Dumped dumped my home in uh, uh, in uh, Bozeman, and uh, paying a lot less and putting putting what would have been a mortgage into retirement fund. So uh, it works out pretty well. So that's from uh, our good listener, Tom. Th Tom, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I vote no on all city candidates. Yeah, well, I don't know. Aaron Flint uh, suggested they write me in as, as uh, <laughs> a <laughs> mayor, candidate. candidate for mayor, but... <laughs> Yeah, living out of this, living out of town, uh, not being able to do that. So, uh, let's see uh, if there's anything else here that's going with what we're talking about here at the moment. Uh, all those uh, views from the condos guaranteed to last? Nope. <laughs> no, they'll build another ten-story uh, building and uh, cut your view. Couple happy birthdays to me. Thanks very much for that, folks. Appreciate it. So we got uh, we. We've got to move. Uh, well, the one thing about the mayors, I guess, Russ Nelson was uh, the Belgrade mayor. We've had Russ on when we were on five days a week. Uh, obviously, Russ is a, is a great guy, and uh, I think he'll do a good job over there in uh, Belgrade. Um, we got another liberal communist, whatever, elected to the four liberal communist uh, insurrectionists or whatever we have in City Hall now. So I don't look for anything to change. Uh, if you know, all all three candidates said they were going to come in and change, well, the only thing they're going to change is they're going to change the vo votes to four to one uh, instead of four to zero. So that's where we find ourselves. So uh, you know, the the election is kind of a moot point. Nothing's going to change. Uh, from our text line, I was at the zoning commission meeting when the board approved that building by the Bamboo Garden. They had some hipster from a local architectural firm uh, present the plan for approval. The board uh, tripped all over themselves to rush to approve it. Not, uh, not one on the board was qualified to make decisions like that. Uh, two of them are ex-lawyers. Uh, what does a lawyer know about building a city? Yeah, I'd agree with that, so... 
Well, building is, that's why affordable housing just won't work because we've got, we've got all these folks that want to live here and they'll pay to live here. And, you know, that's just, that's a fact of life. You know, uh, the most expensive cities in the world, uh, you know, San Francisco, pretty expensive, Shane, L.A., no bargains there. Uh, New York City rents uh, for what lofts or fifteen hundred to two thousand bucks. Uh, somehow people find a way to live there. So or to choose to want to live mm-hmm. there with the mess that exists. You know, it's like that. That's what's so phenomenal about the, your urban centers in your country. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The real estate's so expensive, obviously because there's a de- there's a demand for it, but. They're in such bad shape. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's one of those oxymorons we talk about. Yeah. Gee, Shane, the parking lot is not going to take up any living space because it's going to be underneath the living and commercial pa- spaces. I think we're getting the library and the other one confused because one's going to have underground parking, one's going to have above ground parking. With hot tubs. Yeah, and hot tubs. Yeah. And it's right downtown, the place to draw in money, not out in affordable housing. Yeah, that's the good thing. You'll have people with money uh, within walking distance of downtown. So, yeah, uh, you're gonna you're gonna see them uh, see them down there uh, spending their spending their bucks. So yeah. Uh, from our text line, four seven eight eight two nine eight. Joey, I, it's Joseph Morrison, I guess, but I think he goes by Joey, Shane. So yeah, we'll, we'll accommodate that with, okay. must be his, uh, you know, preferred pronoun. So we'll go with Joey. Uh, so works for me. And, uh, let's see, uh, well, we got the other stuff here, but, um, well, we can move into the, uh, we can move into the debate, Shane, no. Uh, I, I think I witnessed two things. On Tuesday, um, abortion showed, once again, it's the dominant deal in any election is going to be abortion. And Wednesday, I just saw the complete demise of the Republican Party in total. I mean, they're just they're done like dinner mm-hmm. and not going to happen. So what did you yeah. say? Well, I, a lot of people that just uh, are narcissists, they're, they're all narcissists, you know. Well, but, uh, by appearance, you've got every example of a narcissistic American right across the board. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, someone trying to act like Trump is, is probably not a good idea. Yeah. And uh, someone denying, you know, her preferences for war. I mean, you know, the money she's making sitting on boards of, of uh, military contractors basically and yeah. uh, you know a, a an incredibly overweight ex-governor that somehow thinks people will want to listen or or vote for him I, I there's no point going on in, in reference to the others the, the, the fact was is that they, they don't have anything to offer or explain why they would be a better president than Trump I mean they just how, how can you none of them have a record Mm-hmm. And the, the the big disappointment, I think, for everyone, I certainly me, but not a surprise is DeSantis. I thought DeSantis would do a lot better, but yeah, you know he he just uh, it's it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Nikki Haley has caught up to him um, in in the polling, 
Uh, I'd like DeSantis. I don't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem with him being president. Uh, you know, is governor of a big of a big state, and you know, didn't didn't uh, shut his state down uh, during COVID. So yeah, you know, I mean, he did that, a lot. Of, the, he did the, a lot of things right. The b- biggest <laughs> political quote of. 2023 was DeSante saying woke comes to Florida to die. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, that's all I would have talked about mm-hmm. if I was him. I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd still be yeah. yelling that to the, to the clouds. Yeah. But I don't know. People advise them that are smarter than me, I guess. Yeah. Well, the other thing you got to think about is you got two, you got two people, uh, Biden, whether Biden runs or not, you and I, or on the fence about that. I think you, you don't think he will. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, won't. I'm thinking he will, um, because they're, they're between a rock and a hard place. If they get rid of Biden, what are they going to do with Kamala? Nobody wants her. So you're going to have to get rid of both of them in order to uh, bring in somebody else. And whoever that somebody else is, who knows? But, um, but the issue is that you got two people the front runners, uh, Biden and, and Trump, both are under investigation by justice. And one of them is re- not only doing well in the polls, they're, every time you turn around, they increase their lead. And the other person is going completely into the dumper. Uh, for the, the uh, and both are circumstantial evidence. Nothing has been proven in court uh, for anybody to go to prison yet. So, you know, I uh, it, it's hard to understand why the why the uh, Democrats, uh, you know, are kicking Biden to the curb and why the Republicans are propping up Trump. So we'll have to talk about that when we come back. Oh, OK, because we're, well, let's do we're, that. Yeah. we're at the bottom or at the top of the hour. So because <laughs> yeah. I know people want to know what you think. <laughs> so, <laughs> And why we agree. Yeah, we'll be right back with more of this. Hey, we've still got a lot to talk about. Uh, Joe Manchin uh, cutting bait and leaving. Um, Elsie Savonic is after the judge uh, Trump in the Trump case. A lot going on. So we'll be back with more right after the news. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. It is eight minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's November 11th, 2023. It's Veterans Day, Remembrance Day in Canada. And we want to remind you the uh, Bobcats are going to take on Eastern Washington at the stadium at 1 p.m. That'll be on our sister station, XL Country 100.7 on your FM dial. Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing, is uh, with me as always. And uh, we've got some, uh, I finally got the app chat going, Shane. Excellent. Microsoft is, uh, uh, I I wish I could call Microsoft all the eight words I can't say on the air. (laughs) I want to call them every one of them. But anyway. Uh, from our app chat, app chat line, AM 1450, KMMS in Bozeman. Uh, thank you for your service, Tom. I appreciate that. One of, one of the things that we talk about when we talk about thanking people for their, for their service, the Vietnam folks have a, have a different spin on that. Um, the pro, if you see someone with a Vietnam hat or know that they're a Vietnam serviceman or, or woman, uh, welcome home is the 
better response, which was something we never got. We never got a welcome home uh, after uh, Vietnam. So welcome home is always um, maybe a little preferable to uh, thank you for your service. Although uh, we certainly appreciate both. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna. I'm gonna correct you if you tell me thank you for your service because I'm not gonna do that. Um, so, but uh, but uh, there's a little. It was a little more personal for us, I think, more than any other any other group uh, because you know we were demonstrated against. Uh, you know, I've said many times, you get to the airport, you got to go in the bathroom and change into your civilian clothes, otherwise. Uh, you you get food thrown at you or spit on or whatever as you're walking through the terminal. So sad as that may be, that's how it was back in the '60s. So so anyway, just to put that out for anybody that wants wants uh, that info. Uh, let's see from AW. I live in um, the uh, covered wagon trailer park. Uh, that's at 19th and Oak, across from Smith's Grocery Store. If you know where that is. Uh, I was told I can't vote because I live in the rural section of Bozeman. Yeah, that trailer park is in the county. <laughs> it's right in the middle of Bozeman, but it's in the county. It's, uh, I guess if they annexed it in, it would be, it would be unfortunate because uh, they, you'd have to put in roads, curbs, sidewalks, lighting. <laughs> Nobody could afford to live there. Because you'd That's have right. to pay the you'd have to pay the fees for it. So let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your alma Tom and Shane. What's going on? Oh, is that me? That's you. Man, that was quick. I am uh, quick. I, this, <laughs> yeah, this is David down in San Francisco. How uh, you doing? You know, it's it being Veterans Day, uh, I wonder if the discussion has gotten into uh that uh, a Confederate, Senator Tommy Tuberville of uh, Alabama, uh, has been able to put a, a hold on every promotion of every general and, uh, and upper uh, officer uh, class uh, throughout the military for, what, six months? Tuberville. Uh, You're talking about Tuberville, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A Confederate. That guy is, is like uh, a saboteur. And not a single person has been able to put a stop to this re, uh, this guy. Uh, it, it, he's gone out of his way to make sure that America's defenses are, are jeopardized by not having uh, a transition of promotions, uh, you know, from the, the upper levels. Uh, and mm -hmm. just amazing. Yeah, his, uh, his, but, reasoning, his reasoning for doing that is he opposes... Uh, the military uh, being able to relocate people, people for abortions. Which is a weasel reason. You know, if you know about abortions uh, back before 1972, uh, there was a, uh, a book that came out uh, by Bob Woodward in, in the mid-'70s called uh, uh, The Brethren. And in it, he describes how uh, if you were a— uh, uh, an average person, and your wife had an abortion, your girlfriend had an abortion, you could be blackmailed. And mm -hmm. if a general, for example, or a diplomat had a mistress or a wife or yeah. a daughter who had an abortion, 
they top secrets could be uh, disclosed through that mm-hmm. blackmail. And so uh, America's uh, security was jeopardized by people who were blackmailing because of abortion. And well, they were, also, they were also being blackmailed because they failed to take personal responsibility for their actions. And so that's why America's uh, top secrets could be transmitted? No, no it's, because you, it's because there wouldn't be any way to blackmail you if you took personal responsibility and didn't commit the acts that would put you in a position to be blackmailed. Well, it's it, soft on crime, I'll tell you. It, it's probably the weaseliest argument that I've ever heard. But again, if if you want to read some more about it, there's a Kitty mm-hmm. Kelly book about Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And it opens up, the first chapter of that book talks about uh, Frank Sinatra's mother was a huge abortionist. And she was a uh, one of the wealthiest women in America because blackmail was a big part of it. And you uh, organized crime uh, had in the top three income streams. There was uh, gambling, prostitution, and abortions were uh, mm-hmm. run by organized crime. And for every abortion, you'd get a free extortion, blackmail, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and to pretend that uh, uh, organized crime cared about uh, personal responsibility. <laughs> it's laughable. Well, they didn't. They didn't care about it. It should be the person who cares about their own personal responsibility. Well, that's between them and God, let's say. Well, it but is, it's but for, it's still. For, uh, let me give you an example. When I was growing up, you know, I, I just had a birthday yesterday. I just turned 80. When I was growing up, birthday. yeah, when I was growing up, uh, if someone in my high school class or something got pregnant, they were sent off to live with their aunt in, uh, you know, Kansas or somewhere. Uh, until the baby was born, and then the baby would become the the mother, and the mother and father would take it as their own. And because there was a stigma of sex out of wedlock, and that went away for some reason. I don't know why it went away, but now I think Hollywood uh, put the damper on it when uh, they started having kids out of wedlock. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Cromarty, the pro football player, Eight kids by six different women. This guy gets a he he gets a TV show. What's up with that? Well, uh, if you you remember, also probably going on fifty years ago, Ronald Reagan was one of the first governors to release. There were the mental institutions were filled, and it turned out that of those uh, uh, people in mental institutions, about one third of them were either heirs who stood to inherit some part of a family fortune, and their family, uh, maybe a couple of the other heirs, decided to declare them insane, and they'd put them in a mental institution so they could steal their inheritance. And another huge part of uh, the mental institutions were not filled with girls going to Kansas to live with their aunt. They were filled with uh, uh, girls that got pregnant and put in a mental institution where the babies were born into a mental institution mm-hmm. and never released. And so the and the ACLU normal. and the ACLU opened uh, up all the mental institutions and that's what we have today. Right. And so the whole point is is that the uh, abortion uh, and blackmail 
was a major part of the uh, American economy, and the American mm-hmm. economy was being sapped by blackmail. Yeah. And so it, it's described, like I say, in, in uh, mm-hmm. The Brethren by uh, uh, talking about the Supreme Court justices uh, and the decision on Roe v. Wade, and mm-hmm. also uh, uh, Kitty Kelly's book on Frank Sinatra. There are any number of other books that talk about blackmail and abortion. Oh, sure. Yeah. You do not want to have... You, you start going down to Texas now. You remember they've got that snitch economy down in Texas now where you can get a $10,000 bonus for uh, turning in a girl that's about to have an abortion or even thinking about having an abortion. But you can get a $10,000 uh, snitch, uh, snitch uh, payout. And so Texas has encouraged uh, blackmail. They've encouraged a snitch economy over something that's none of their business. And it, it's an amazing scandal uh, to think that uh, so-called moral people, uh, you know, the, these pro-life people, they're really just fronts for organized crime. Yeah. I, okay, I, 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 I'd like to ask a question because you're, you're saying so sure. many things with regards to one topic. So for me, a Canadian, would you tell me uh, what about Roe versus Wade and that decision has to do with abortion? Well, uh, the uh, if you read the Brethren, uh, it describes. I'm not, I'm not talking the, about. I'm not talking about a a bigoted book. I want to. You you're the one calling with this talk. It's not a bigoted so book. You, no, no. It's you inform a, our listeners. What part of Roe versus Wade has to do with abortion? Just, just tell us all. Inform us. Yeah, it's it's whether or not a woman has the right to get no, an abortion. That, no, and no, it doesn't say court, that. Nothing the in there about abortion. So, what part Supreme of Roe versus Wade has to do with abortion? There's no mention of abortion in Roe versus Wade. So there you go. If if you're going to take court, that position. This- Yes. Are you liar? Are you a liar? Roe you are. Wade is a There's no abortion. mention of Roe versus Wade. This was an action in Washington State that the uh, abortion people brought to the Supreme Court because it had to do with a woman's right for equal pay. That's what Roe versus Wade was. It was then, then the it was then a. a, a excuse me, aborted into something about abortion. So. You go read, go read the, the the Roe versus Wade decision by all nine justices. No mention of abortion. That's nonsense. And, and well, the, you uh, need to educate decision... yourself, sir, to come on here from San. You know, it takes China's President Z to come from China for your governor to clean up your city. So please don't, so don't, don't come me, on here as an activist me, and not even be informed. You're you as bad as the people in your country that are out there, you know, they're protesting what happened in Israel and denying what happened on to- on October 7th. So, you know, tens of millions and tens of millions of babies have been aborted because of uh, a bad uh, Supreme Court decision. Yeah. Okay. 
And so you're saying that when the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade then a few months they didn't ago, overrule it. that they no, they did not overrule it. The right they did not. There you go again. Ill-informed person coming on as an activist for abortion. They sent it back so to the states under the 14th Amendment the right of your country pay? for the states to decide, which is how it should have been when it was first decided. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. You're saying I, I appreciate you affirming. I appreciate you affirming the ideology of being pay. uninformed. Rule overruling a woman's right to get equal pay. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It was the opposite. Well, then what did it they overrule? In favor of they didn't know. They pay. didn't overrule anything. They sent it to the states to decide no, but on their the, own. They didn't. They didn't overrule it. They pay. didn't make it illegal. That's right. So there's the Supreme Court said that any state doesn't need to give a woman equal pay. No, you're, so you're, you're, mis, you're, you're misinterpreting you're, the whole conversation, the your own Court. your own activism argument. And, and it's unfortunate, but it's good that everyone that all of our listeners are, are hearing what the problem is with yeah. the woke left. And, and you're a great yeah. example. Oh, abortion and calling. blackmail. Is that abortion? Is that a woke left? Abort blackmail? Fight and organize crime? See, you, you have no arguments, so you want to change the, the discussion. There you yeah. go. Good job. You're following. You, you must have the talking points right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me also make one correction to what you said earlier about the $10,000 snitch. The law creates a civil penalty of $10,000 for anyone performing an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. There's no criminal penalty but it allows any private citizen to sue for the $10,000 court costs and attorney fees. So it's not a snitch that somebody's going to have an abortion. So the, taxpayer, the taxpayer has to pay that then, right? Uh, sure, why not? Ha ha. Boy, Texas, uh, Texas does it again. They don't make the woman pay that $10,000. They make the citizens of Texas pay that $10,000. No, they make the doctor pay it. Yeah. Okay. That's nonsense because the snitch aspect of it is, has even to do with whether or not a woman decides to take a bus to go to. Hello? Whoop. Whoop. I think he I hung, think himself, he hung up. himself up. Or the. Or the yeah, he's not yeah. there. Yeah. I didn't yeah, hang up on him. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It, it, yeah. His his tower didn't work in San Francisco. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. But I want to stress that the uh, the law creates a civil penalty of ten thousand dollars for anyone performing an abortion after a fetal heartbeat. So that's a ten thousand dollar fine for the doctor. I would I would presume that or the hospital or whoever. whoever well, is I just, responsible. it's it's so it's so great, Thomas, because. You know, this is essentially an example of woke uh, mm. thinking, you know, and and, and the predominant uh, acceptance of Ill, ill-informed people. Uh, it's uh, altruistic. It's it's uh, and it's uh, it's an issue that has to be dealt with. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, you you have on your list about the problem that the uh, Republicans have and mm-hmm. explaining their position on it and. Yeah. You know, uh, instead of coming out and saying, uh, you know, abortion is legal mm-hmm. in the United States and every state gets to determine the boundaries of, of, of uh, that uh, 
medical process. That, mm-hmm. That's all it is. So yeah, yeah. And Roe v. Wade, uh, from one of our textures, uh, the Supreme Court decided the right of privacy implied in the Fourteenth Amendment protected abortion as a fundamental right. However, the government retained the power to regulate or resist. A restrict rather uh, abortion access depending on the uh, stage of pregnancy. So Roe v. Wade was really a privacy issue uh, than uh, more than anything else. So. Well, that's right. But it was re- it was a result of that that set in motion, as we talk about, you know, laws about precedent mm-hmm. and procedure. Yeah. And so people went to court for years and you know for fifty years and to continually increase the precedent of abortion because of it. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it was a ring in the ladder of success for the murder of millions of millions of children. Yeah. Uh, nobody spit on troops. It's an urban myth. Well, having been there, I experienced it myself uh, in San Francisco Airport, by the way, which is where we came back to from uh, Hawaii when we were coming home. Uh, yeah, that's not an urban myth. No, so, it's not. Yeah. And, and I remember as a child, you know, when we went to the airport, which, you know, as a child in the 60s, that was pretty cool because that's yeah. when it all started, commercial airlines. Yeah. Uh, and seeing it, I saw it for myself. I'm going to say, it was, uh, and yeah. the big deal was it wasn't documented. I, did, I didn't go get a... Uh, <laughs> you know, airport cop and say, hey, this guy no. threw food on me or spit on me or whatever, or called me names. Uh, no. So, yeah, as far as uh, in, those incidents were passed on through families and whatever. So, no, don't even go there. No. And I, I just, in further to the phone call, 65 million um, abortions since Roe versus Wade in the U.S. Mm-hmm. alone Worldwide, 1.7 billion, mm-hmm. and a uh, thousand a day in, in the U.S. And uh, mm-hmm. of that, uh, 20 and a half million African American black babies since yeah. 1973. So uh, an entire generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your chance of, of being African aborted in New York City if you're black is better than being born, and that's look it up. It's on there. Uh, I agree with the caller on the blackmail situation. Yeah, that uh, that. Uh, uh, in many cases, uh, well, even in Hollywood, uh, they kept uh, pregnancies out of wedlock under wrap because of the popularity of the uh, of the people. But but yeah, they could be blackmailed certainly. And why was that? Because society didn't accept just having sex with anybody that came around. You know, you we, you took yeah. you took personal responsibility for your actions. And if you didn't take personal responsibility for your action, then you deserve to be blackmailed. <laughs> you know, and, and, that, and there's another thing that resulted <laughs> from Roe versus Wade, and it came to pass basically in the 80s, was shamelessness. That you know, it went away. People, oh, yeah. we, you and sure. I grew up with people that were shamed out of work. You know, they call it wokeism today, but when we were younger, it was yeah, shame. Yeah. If you did something shameful, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it would cost you, uh, you know, a lot. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. But it wasn't done by law or anything. It was just uh, cultural, mm-hmm. uh, normal, um, co- you know, concepts that, you know, common sense. Yeah. Well, there's no question abortion is going to be on the ballot in 2024. Yes. And the Republicans are going to take it in the shorts. 
um, they just will. So sorry about that. So if, if you plan on, uh, if you plan on, uh, well, some states have already decided this, Montana being one of them. So abortion is not going to be on the ballot here because it's, it's already in the Constitution and it's a done deal here. So, But Pennsylvania, Ohio has decided. So if some of these states do decide on it before the election, um, you know, that may, uh, may or may not change things. But anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Shane and I will return. We still got a lot to talk about. We got some uh, text messages we got to get to. And uh, we'll return right after the news. Stay tuned. Don't go away. 27 minutes before the hour of 10 a.m. It's Saturday, November 11, 2023. Bobcats take on Eastern Washington at the stadium at 1 o'clock this afternoon. So we hope that you'll tune in at 100.7 on your FM dial, XL Country. They will be uh, broadcasting that live. Uh, Also want to remind you, Bozeman Magazine, uh, Bozeman's Choice, Reader's Choice, Tom and Shane up for several awards. Uh, Go to bozemanmagazine.com. Tom and Shane are up for awards in media and info, and uh, we would appreciate your vote. Uh, You only get to vote once, so make it count. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, all of our competition is on five days a week, so they get to tell people to vote five times or more uh, each morning or whenever they're on. Uh, We only get to tell you once a week, so we really need uh, the support of our listeners to uh, get over to BozemanMagazine.com. And vote. Nothing will happen to you. No emails. You won't be inundated with anything. Uh, we've done this many years in a row. I've never had a listener call and say, hey, you got me on that Bozeman magazine, and they're giving me thousands of emails a day. That ain't going to happen because, first of all, they don't have the, they don't have the, the people to do it. <laughs> they're, they're like everybody else. They're trying to, uh-huh. trying to make do with the, uh, with the things they have. So, Oh, let's see. Uh, we had a president who knocked knocked up a woman out of wedlock, got rewarded by the presidents, and now is leading a Republican candidate. More morality or principles? Well, uh, what can I tell you? Uh, politicians aren't choir boys. <laughs> They're not. That's that's a fair analysis. That's a fair analysis, uh, I, right? I, I would accept. Hey. Uh, if, if you want me to run for public office and you start looking at my background, uh, no, uh, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're, you're not going to vote for me <laughs> based on what I've done in the past. That ain't going to happen. So, um, uh, well, let's see what else we got on here. Uh, let's see. Um, Bozeman, Belgrade and the County are well down the path to planning a $6 billion infrastructure scheme where water would be piped into Gallatin Valley from Canyon Ferry, crossing 170 distinct properties over 60 miles. They have two engineering firms studying the project, and the city of Bozeman already has hired a marketing uh, firm to uh, sell the concept. It would be a joint effort uh, among Bozeman, Belgrade, and the Gallatin County. So, so there you go. Uh, no question water's uh, a problem in Bozeman, uh, I think it always. I think it always has been, Shane. We have a remarkable valley there, and yeah. I, you know the aquifers in in that valley. Well, they're, well, they're you know they, they've uh, um, 
they haven't been completely refilled, aren't anywhere near empty. So, you know, drill, baby, drill. That's the simple answer. That's it, yeah. Uh, from our text line, 478-298, uh, the FBI busted Eric Adams uh, so much for that GOP victim card and claiming they don't go after Democrats. Will Mike Johnson avoid uh, government shutdown, or will he be McCarthy'd? What do you think? Will Johnson uh, avoid a government shutdown, Shane, do you think? Uh, gee, that's, you know, you, you just don't know. Yeah. The way these people are acting now. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I assume because they've been doing what for thirty years a continuing resolution. So it's yeah. That's that's all I, I I go by what I've seen. There you go. Uh, also, uh, thank women veterans. Yes, we need to thank our women veterans. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, how uh, stupid is Trump to post half-naked pictures of the judge who holds his fate? What a stable genius. <laughs> Well, it really wasn't him. It was yeah. Fox. And yeah, you know, th- th- this is a example of uh, how, you know, the the moral uh, the moral content of, of the legal profession in your country is mm-hmm. is asunder. Uh, he should recuse himself because uh, um, what what he what he's done is clearly show a bias mm-hmm. um, to to everything. You know, in in the 21st century with regards to his, you know, naked pictures, you know, on, yeah. on the social media. I just, you mentioned that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Elise Stefanik uh, wants to file a complaint, and uh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty ridiculous the way this guy's acting on the bench, so. Uh, if Trump wins, he has promised to surround himself with loyalists, much like Biden, and evoke, invoke the Insurrection Act and become a dictator. Uh, I don't know what country you live in, but we have checks and balances. We have a Supreme Court. We have a Congress. Uh, please, uh, you know, you're, I, I, I hate to put your ignorance on display, but that's dumb. Yeah, it it, it it actually is, and yeah. I guess that you know, the, yeah. if you look at the Republican Party, and I I don't necessarily disagree what you said about it after the debate, but yeah. you know, <laughs> you you know the rhinos have a huge influence in that party when you see mm-hmm. the people that they convinced Trump to, you know, appoint. Yeah, to the cabinet, and mm-hmm. you know he it was a trap door, and he fell through it. That's yeah. that's it. That's it. Uh, hang in there, Tom. The Bozeman city limits will soon swallow up <laughs> your chances of mayor are are not out of reach. <laughs> Good. I don't know. I I, I somehow <laughs> think they should extend it with a corridor up all the way up to the mountain. So. All those billionaires. Yeah, there. that's that's where we should you know, do it. Yeah, that, that, yeah that, that's that's what I, I think. They well, should the, do the sad point is the Yellowstone Club, where all the uh, rich yeah. guys live up a big sky. That's in Madison County. That's not in that's not in Gallatin. So uh, they get all the property taxes uh, in Madison. Uh, we don't get it. So unfortunately, yeah. so. Uh, why do Republicans exaggerate and lie so much? They claim that liberals are communists. Uh, some might be communists, but it's a far cry to paint them all with the same wide brush. Well, what do you, 
nobody paints the conservatives with a wide brush? Come on. Well, not, not only that, but I, I think they need to check and they'll find that a, a vast majority of uh, Democrats admit to being yeah. <laughs> basically socialists <laughs> and communists. <laughs> they outly, outwardly, you know, and you, you saw that with the, this issue with Tlaib, which you mm -hmm. also have on our list. Yeah. Uh, Tuber is uh, uh, Tuberman. Uh, we're talking about uh, the guy who's holding up some of the um, uh, promotions of uh, military. Uh, he's willing to hurt servicemen for his own stupid opinion. Well, I would rather have somebody stand on what they believe in, even if I disagree, rather than uh, you know go with the flow. Well, it, 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 it's a it's a, a sad overview mm -hmm. of your military when you look what's going on with it, you know, their opinions of wokeness and so on. But more importantly, you know, just the manner in which they've done things in the last 20 years at the Department of Defense and the mm -hmm. leadership there and, and the uh, people that they've elevated to be in field command and for and so forth, which caused me because I had because it's uh, Veterans Day today. I, I want you to give me three uh, great American generals of the 18th century, one the 19th century, and the 20th century that you think were amazing American field leaders, military. Eisenhower, Grant, and um... Washington. Yeah, I would say Washington, probably, yeah. And Schwarzkopf. Yeah, you could put him in there as well. Yeah. Good choices. Not, we, not Westmoreland, thank you very much. No. <laughs> uh, Tuberville is only blocking mass uh, promotions. They are still promoting one at a time, and as they probably should be. I don't, I don't think I'd like a mass promotion of... There's too many uh, bad guys to slip through the cracks on that one. Well, that's right, and and with a new head of your Joint Chiefs of Staff, you know th th this is always the, one of the, their crowning achievements when when they're appointed for their term is to advance everyone under them that they know, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because they want to try and manage control of the Department of Defense yeah. somehow, and you know through through command, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, when one looks at recent elections and results, it's becoming increasingly increasingly obvious that for Democrats, killing babies in the womb trumps everything and nothing else matters. Pathetic. Biden will be meeting with the Chinese dictator in uh, San Francisco st soon. I imagine that Biden will be reminded that China has audio and video of Biden crime family deals. So keep your mouth shut or we'll release them to the public and your treasonous behavior will be exposed. So there we are. Well, I think, we, I think ago, we already got you know, the checks, haven't we, Shane? We've, yeah. And, and nine months ago, the, the Chinese government, you know, you know, Z and his partners over there, you know, they released the uh, Chinese bank accounts that uh, Hunter had. So... <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know that was lifting the skirt. You know, <laughs> yeah. but they're it, clearly they will go all the way if they have to. They're, they're, they're look. Mm -hmm. He's in serious trouble. His economy is uh, has fallen off the abyss. Yeah, 
you, if you want to watch, pay attention. There, there's stock markets. There's four principal stock markets in, in China. And, uh, you know, they're down by 60 to 80 percent in the last uh, two years. And as we announced uh, on the program, I think two weeks ago, you know, he, he's using the government Chinese banks, which there's over half a dozen, to buy what would be valued at a, a trillion dollars U.S. or over seven mm -hmm. trillion won to, to buy shares in, in these public companies because Mm -hmm. they're, they're, it's it's a mess, and and we dealt with this a, a number of times. Mm -hmm. it, 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 the, the interesting aspect of the capitalist economy that we've discovered in the last 250 years is, on average, there's a depression every 50 years. We've had them, and th th three things are are important. Number one, it's worse than the one before. Number two. Uh, it, it caused for completely different reasons. And number three, nothing was done, you know, to to uh, prevent it for perhaps happening again, uh, you know, other than changing what caused it. So it's it just happens. It's a cycle like, the, you know, I mentioned earlier in the first block about the commercial real estate market. It runs in a 10 year cycle. You, you can just go look back over it. I, I've seen this five times since the. Uh, uh, 1960s. I, I, you know, I've been in the market since uh, 1968 and then into 1972. Um, and uh, it's uh, it, it's just an, you, you, uh, look. The problem we have right now is Western financial markets are now controlled by AI, artificial intelligence. Now they they started with uh, IBM's, you know, Watson. And now it's grown to what, what you're seeing, which is a consolidation of masses amount of money mm -hmm. in less than two dozen companies. And that that's right there. Uh, another concern for for every for everybody to have, because mm -hmm. if the if the wheels come off, you know, you, you have, you know, 24 companies that represent, uh, you know, 80 percent of this uh, uh, of this market uh, bullishness, and that's not a good thing, Thomas. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh, regarding our San Francisco caller, ask this guy if he wants to pay for abortions. The Treasury will accept his checks. <laughs> I want to know his personal stake on this issue. He doesn't sound like he even knows how to get a woman pregnant. <laughs> or, know, or, we'll or, or is guilty of having done it yeah. himself. <laughs> Uh, I, just said, oh, I didn't say he was. I just said, or. <laughs> yeah. Uh, San Francisco, uh, <laughs> don't call here. Go clean uh, Go clean the streets. <laughs> well, they the are. Streets. Gee, and, and, you know. I know. Governor, <laughs> Governor Newsom, who apparently knows something yeah. we don't, and, you know, the Biden and his family over the holidays mm -hmm. will, you know, finally come out at some point because remember mm -hmm. there's a big word in in your republic it's called yeah. lame duck yeah so mm -hmm. you know the longer he puts off not running you know you know he's he won't be a lame duck but he is for all you know purposes a lame duck president meaning you know the last year year and a half of his presidency is basically abysmal because of not not running or not elect being electable again yeah 
Uh, Tuberville is holding our military and putting our country at risk. Uh, keep his opinions to himself. Don't punish our military. Well, it sounds to me like he's putting personal responsibility on the military. That's, I, I would Take agree, responsibility yeah. for your actions. Don't, don't right. screw around, get pregnant, and then expect the government to bail you out. And, 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 you know, all you have to do is look at Soleimani in the 21st century. And uh, Trump, you know, made the call with a button and a drone to take him out. Yeah. You, you know, you didn't need boots on the ground. You didn't need the bomb for a month. You just, bam. So it, it's it's a different, yeah. uh, it's, the whole thing is different now. And, mm -hmm. you know, the military doesn't like that. They, they want boots, boots, boots. Well, I don't think we're going to have boots on the ground in many more wars. Everything will be done. No. Everything will be done remotely. But um, yeah, exactly. Uh, here we go again. I beg my Republican friends to tell me what crime Hunter and or Joe Biden have committed. Meanwhile, they refuse to read the indictment of the charges uh, Trump has been charged with. Sad. Shane, I read the indictment, all 49 pages of the Florida indictment this uh, over the weekend. Pretty sad, isn't it? Well, uh, there's a lot of charges in there. And if he's guilty of them, he should swing from the highest yardarm if they still use yardarms anymore. Well, and, and your attorney general says he's going to do nothing about uh, Hunter denying the House subpoena for him to, mm -hmm. to answer questions. So, yep. you know, I, the difference between Biden and Trump is uh, Biden's attorney general clearly does what Biden tells him to. Well, that's, well right. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's what Obama tells him to do, but that's well, a that story. I, I, we don't want, oh, you yeah. mean the big guy? Yeah, the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw that Putin had something on Trump and Helsinki when Trump uh, had his tail between his legs and threw our agencies under the bus and plea to please his master of Vladimir. Uh, pu uh, punish military. That's the bottom line. He uh, of servicemen and women. If you read the indictment, where on YouTube, uh, where on YouTube to twelve people? How about reading it now? Two thousands. I don't know what that means. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to text, uh, think about your text. You know, maybe yeah. write it out, think about it, then paste it in. <laughs> there, there is a meaning to the word context, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Any individual can be put up. Uh, Tupperville just doesn't want large groups put up as a group, uh, or so I thought. Confederate, wow, is that dude Hamas? <laughs> I mean the caller. Those liberals who are not communists uh, are the useful idiots for the communists. So, there we are. I guess that's uh, where we are, so. Oh, let's see. The, uh, the, spitting on, uh, the spitting stories are folklore. They didn't merge till 1990 when supporters of U.S. efforts. Uh, the Persian Gulf wanted to discredit anti-war activists. Uh, these stories became props. Uh, many stories have implausible deals, like returning soldiers deplaning at San Francisco Airport, where they were met by groups of spitting hippies. In fact, return flights landed at military air bases like Travis, from which protesters would have been barred. Well, let me let me clue you in. I flew from Hawaii commercial, yeah. and because the stewardesses were kind enough to sit on our laps and take our orders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, flight attendants. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And we landed at San Francisco Airport because it was a commercial flight. Now, this was in when I came back in 67. Now, after that, that may be. But I will tell you, the height of the anti-war movement was in the early 60s. Of course it was. And when, when you take a commercial flight like that, did the government yeah. pay for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the government pay for your flight? Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, we didn't We didn't fly home in some air, airbus of... You know, with tanks, <laughs> tanks in between us or anything. <laughs> no, we got on a commercial airline at uh, in Hawaii, and we flew to San Francisco Airport commercial. But you did fly to Japan in a mili- tra- military transport, right? No. Oh, you did. It was commercial. It too. was commercial too. Huh? Yeah, because the planes were busy elsewhere. So. Well, I, I, you know, it just reminds me of. Uh, yeah. Schwarzkopf, I mentioned that, mm-hmm. and you know how the American military uh, basically took over the commercial uh, planes in the United States to ferry four hundred thousand men with full regular, full gear, you know, to to the Middle East, uh, to you know, to re- recover Kuwait, mm-hmm. and you know that was one of the largest air transports in military history. It was huge. Yeah. Then, of course, came, came Iraq and 9-11, and mm-hmm. that all changed. Yeah. Uh, where did you read the Trump indictments? I missed it. Uh, I read them in my uh, recliner uh, <laughs> in front of watching football <laughs> on TV. Uh, I love it. How about instead of uh, top 10 wonderful Trump praises, you read the first 12 uh, pages of the, of the documents indictment? Well, I would read the first 12 pages, but um, I'm interested in uh, our ratings. So <laughs> no one cares to read the indictment. Yeah, the, the first the first half of the document or legal precedence is for what they... I was going to say, the, the, uh, yeah, yeah, most yeah, of it is, what yeah. They, what the charges were in the indictment, and mm-hmm. then at the end they put in what the individual indictments are. So, yeah, you know, they have to argue what, right. They have to make these claims first. Yeah. Uh, from our app chat line, uh, Tom, thank you for your service. Uh, as predicted, uh, uh, wages are going down in Bozeman because of the influx of immigrants legal or not. Sadly, the, uh, rent rate is not going to go down. Uh, I want you to, uh, I sent you a screenshot of Burger King bringing, uh, charging uh, or uh, paying people 11 to 12 bucks uh, uh, an hour to start. And I think mm-hmm. several places are paying more than that, but uh, you know, whatever uh, yeah. I, there are new, there are hiring signs all over town. I know that. So they are everywhere. All right. Have, have your listeners look up the time that veterans were waiting uh, days to get flown home from Afghanistan until finally uh, Tower Air flew in to take those soldiers home uh, on uh, uh, the government dime. Guess who owned the Tower Air? Trump, of course. (laughs) Well, so what? I would like to suggest to people right now, just because of what I perceive is coming, you might want to consider selling your home if you're 40 or over. And here's why. sell your home on a condition that you get a two-year rental agreement with the purchaser. 
because within two years, what I see coming will have established itself and the, the price of uh, real estate or residential real estate will happen, will, will drop. It'll just, it'll just have to. So yeah, it, it's not advice. It's just think about something, uh, you know, that you might do or for those that are in a, in a retirement age, you know, the, yeah. Go to the bank and get a reverse mortgage. I, yeah, but then at the end of the day, you, you're there forever and you have the money in the bank. So those two things are certainly two two ideas that people should be considering right now, yeah. seriously considering. Yeah. Boy, you had fun last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> thank you we for did. thank you for being honest. You care about ratings and feeding audience biased confirmation instead of the truth. Truth would be reading a document indictment, which Fox learned criticizing Trump loses audiences. So that uh, sad that so-called conservatives don't want to hear Trump is a bad guy. So, well, that's what I do. I sit here and I lie for three hours every week. That's my yeah, job. Fair. That's my job. And, and we did have a great show last <laughs> week, and we're sincerely grateful for all the people that called in as we that's are right. today. <laughs> and 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 share this time with us with their thoughts. What are you doing? And it's it, you know and, and it's <laughs> remarkable because you know uh, with the exception of this guy from California, which you got to admit he had, had a lot of nerve. But we got to go, so you say goodbye, Thomas. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Tommy Galop, your Marty Mayor in the house. Shaman Tobin, he's half man and half amazing. He's in Kamloops, Canada. Making this America's only international talk show on Saturday. That's I think we're the only one. I don't know. Lucky us. Anyway, it's November 11th. It's uh, Veterans Day, so uh, hug a veteran if you got one in your family or uh, if you see one on the street. Uh, be careful, though. They may take it the wrong way and punch you out. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> All right, uh, the Bobcats are going to take on uh, uh, Eastern Washington. That'll be at 1 o'clock today out at the stadium. Uh, that'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial, so make sure that you get over there and check that out. And uh, for our text line, the text is really active, Shades. So I've got to, I've got to uh, demonstrate the thought process of some people uh, by revealing their uh, thoughts on the air, so... Biden, that's a good thing. Biden crime family. Did they start a fake university? And that was before Trump was elected. Did they steal from a charity? That was before Trump was elected. Did they pay a porn star for silence? That was before Trump was elected. And did they take a $2 billion uh, bribe from the Saudis? Uh, no, they didn't. Um, the $2 billion bribe was completely legal. No one's been charged with taking a bribe. No one's uh, being indicted. There's no indictment to read about the $2 billion Saudi deal anywhere that I can find. So there you go. Trump's, <laughs> Trump started investigating Biden five years ago. No indictments, nothing but innuendo. Comer claims to have dirt. Show it. Why hide it? Maybe he's lying. Well, he showed two checks. I know that. <laughs> check to Joe Biden. Check, check to his brother. Um, and uh, for loan payments that uh, we don't seem to have any loan agreements anywhere that anybody knows about. so Or, or declared on his, uh, his uh, financials. Yeah. 
So there you go. So I guess he forgot. Because yeah. <laughs> he does that a lot. You know? That's it, yeah. Shut down the Keystone Pipeline, Afghan disaster, inflation at 40-year high, interest rates at decades high, two wars, 8 million illegals in the country, unknown how many terrorists in the bunch. I'm nothing but contempt for Joe Biden and his agenda. Anyone who supports or would vote for this corrupt, incompetent fool must have the IQ of a cockroach. And I, I because it's Veterans Day, Remembrance Day, slash Remembrance Day, I want to put out there that we should all be grateful for the 30,000 military boots that are still on the ground in Iraq and Syria. It's uh, people, mm-hmm. people forget you're still over there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, again, uh, Hunter Grifted Sucker Chinese selling his last name. But what actual crime did he commit? Um, it depends on what he got or what the Chinese got for the money. That's what we don't know. I don't think the Chinese just hand over money to Hunter for nothing. You would be right on that. I one. think you'd be right on that. You say Obama is pull. You say Obama is pulling the strings on Biden. Who was pulling the strings on Biden when he was VP and supposedly offered so-called influence? Seems to me like I remember a by or a B- Obama saying that. Never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to f things up. Well, you you, you had uh, Obama's admission this last week, mm-hmm. particularly about the Middle East, that every hand, everybody's hands are dirty on this one, yeah. uh, especially his administration with Hillary as uh, Secretary of State. We know what mm-hmm. happened. The whole northern part of uh, Africa, all the way to the Middle East, was uh, yeah descended upon with absolute horror and. And collapse, financial collapse. So, gee whiz, that, I guess your hands are dirty with regards to that one. Yeah, yeah. I guess the uh, I guess the polls, the people taking the polls, uh, don't believe Joe Biden is not corrupt, uh, right. and they they think uh, Trump is a witch hunt. Otherwise, the polls would be reversed. Trump Trump would be at thirty percent battling with Haley, and <laughs> DeSantis would be in the lead. And uh, Biden would be at like 90%. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Biden, uh, if you think Trump packed those boxes, I got a bridge to sell you. First mistake (laughs) Trump made was he didn't fire the Obama Obama people. Uh, Biden Beach uh, House belongs to the Chinese. Well, certainly financed by it. Look, look, I just, I always have a little bit of time for a rant, so I'll get it done here. Uh, the bobbleheads of uh, financial markets in your country this week finally uh, reversed themselves on your debt and uh, uh, ungloriously uh, were t- discussing the fact that no one's buying your debt. So, yes, you can pay. Uh, the interest on your debt, it's $1 trillion off the top. Like, I mean, $1 trillion a year now in interest payments on your debt. But more importantly, no one is buying your debt. No one's rolling it over. And uh, th- this is a cause for concern. We, we know mm-hmm. that uh, this is an amazing reality that, that ha- people have to accept. You know, China has dumped more uh, of your debt. They're, they're down to 850 um, um, billion 
And so now that's uh, four four bill four billion that they've they've sold since uh, mm -hmm. 2019. So yeah, yeah. The only one holding up, uh, you, you know, the the whole the whole thing really is Japan holding steady at 1.1 trillion. Um, <laughs> you know, lesser amounts down as you go down for reasons of trade with the U.S. But uh, mm -hmm. it, it, the uh, bonds have reversed themselves. The 30-year bonds is now cheaper to buy at with an interest rate of 4.7 and yeah. no no one bought the the auction of the 30 year bond because guess what the interest rate was 0. 0.005 yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you buy it on the street for less than $100 at face value and get 4.7% yeah, there you go uh, there you go <laughs> Uh, my uncle died in the ETO of World War II a month before the Germans surrendered. Pretty sure he didn't give his life for the country we have today. What would Shane do to reduce the debt? Asking for a friend. <laughs> sure. Uh, the first thing uh, you do is you end the continuing resolution, number one. Number two, uh, a, a nickel cut, a 5% cut, every department and your budget will be balanced in two years and you'll be able to pay off the debt. And three, drill, baby, drill. You have to be able to compete. Um, the only reason oil is down in price uh, isn't because of the Middle East or anything else. It's because China is uh, importing less and less oil. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is great because for the last four years, you've lost an opportunity to be able to pay the debt and, and the only reason your debt is, is manageable at this point is because the Federal Reserve annually pays over a trillion dollars from interest it generates from the U.S. debt it holds to the Treasury. And mm -hmm. uh, that, that's the only thing that's hold, holding you, you know, uh, away from the fire, so to speak. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's dumb. <laughs> there were a lot more war protests that supported the troops than disrespected them at times. Vietnam was a hellhole of war profiting. Uh, protesters didn't take uh, inner city teenagers to fight in a uh, faraway land of swamps. Uh, protesters didn't stop the napalm uh, to burn down villages so they could be saved. Protesters didn't treat the troops so poorly that 20% of them became uh, heroin addicts. Uh, protesters didn't lie to the American public about when that winning was just around the corner. My dad was a gunner on a B-29. So, Well, you know, being there and seeing people demonstrating against us rather than demonstrating against North Vietnam was, was a little disheartening. And Terrific. as I said, there was no welcome home for us, you know, and uh, the majority of people, we had the draft then, of course, uh, a lot of people enlisted, but a lot of people were drafted as well, went uh, no choice to them. And uh, so, no, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to forgive the protesters and Jane Fonda and all those all those wackos, uh, you know, that. Uh, uh, we're leading all all the demonstrations against the war, and and we have to uh, accept the fact that the the reason there was no draft, you know, after nine eleven, the, mm -hmm. the twenty year war you fought in the Middle East, mm -hmm. was because of contractors, military contractors became acceptable at the 
Department of Defense, and mm -hmm. uh, you know the, the, they were like literally thirty percent of of the people fighting that war. Um, mm -hmm. You know they were ops, you know black ops, and you know retired or previously members of the military. They got paid two, three, four, five times more than mm -hmm. what your military is yeah. paid. So that yeah. that was the single largest expense was the private contractors, you know, of uh, those, mm -hmm. those wars in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, from our app chat line, Shane, uh, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone, could Shane repeat what he was saying about selling your home if you're over 40? Well, what, what I'm saying is you might want to consider selling your home on one condition, and that is the purchaser agrees to at least a two-year rental agreement for you to stay in your home at the same price. It's like a reverse mortgage for people mm -hmm. <laughs> who have, you know, a home that are retired and it's paid off. You know, you, they go to the bank, get its value in cash, and they still stay in the home. So <clears throat> it gives you an opportunity because I do believe, as I said, that we will run into a, hopefully just a recession, but I think it'll be worse. But having said that, the cycle of <clears throat> the, uh, the, uh, residential real estate will turn and, and people will find reason or have to sell because of interest rates. Because I expect uh, the Fed in December will raise after Christmas and all the buying, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll raise, uh, uh, you know, a half a point, 0.5% or a full point, 1% increase in the Fed rate. Um, you know, it's, there was, a, you know, the Federal Reserve chairman got up this week and said that, uh, you know, that, Inflation is stymied by by the housing costs, just as mm. one example. But it's inflation yeah. and and the cost mm -hmm. of gasoline, even with the price of oil down. So yeah. you, you know, they're faced with a major dilemma because their balance sheet is offside. Yeah. From our app chat line uh, about the urban campers, uh, they say we're we are polluting the water system. How about the warming shelter? Um, Revising to put out a porta potty on site. There's 50 people hanging there all day long till they open at night, peeing and uh, shooting up by the dumpster. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm uh, I'm the I'm next door. Now that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll have to go along with that, I guess. So, mm. uh. <laughs> let's see. Uh, if you do not take an interest in the affairs of your government, then you are doomed to live under the rule of fools. Uh, supposedly, that's by Plato. So, there you go. True. Yeah. Great writer. Yeah. You know, let, we, we should mm -hmm. talk about Joe Manchin. And, and the, the, the reason is, is the one thing mm -hmm. I find so fascinating about this election next year, I think you've got now three um, additional parties besides your primary two that, that have announced the, the Green Party and then Joe Manchin is thinking about getting together with that you know, Utah's senator that probably won't be reelected and to run. And, you know, he's 13 points behind the, the, uh, the Republican governor who's going to run for the Senate in, in that state, which is a, probably another reason that he's decided to retire. But mm -hmm. th these minor blips that, the, that are happening to the Democratic Party are major in, in how they're going to affect the election. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that that's why it's you know our conversation here about trying to analyze it is is only 
interesting because of Joe Manchin. What, what do you think he's going to do? Do you think he'll do something else? Yeah. Uh, happy Happy Veteran Day, guys, and hope you got the uh, birthday uh, great uh, show. As always, uh, wish Tom wish Tom happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Happy birthday, Tom. Yeah, Jane Fonda is a traitor. Uh, she should not be in this country, and I would have to go along with that. So, well, on Golden mm-hmm. Pond was the only successful movie she did after that. So, and it was a good movie, mm-hmm. and her dad was in it. So, yeah. So. Well, I don't know. Nine to five wasn't so bad, but. Uh, yeah, but that was the Dolly Babe. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, she made that movie, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. All our texts are finished up there, so let's see. Uh, one thing we've got we've got to talk about, uh, the House censured Tlaib, finally, for Israeli criticism, and. This is kind of a two-edged sword, Shane, because uh, I think congressmen should be able to voice their opinions about anything, but there is a gray area there as to where it's detrimental to the United States and emboldening our enemies and, you know, things like that. But she is a Palestinian person, uh, so, you know, uh, she, she I, I, com- I would commend her for... Um, standing up for her own people, um, you know, but I think she's doing it in the wrong way. Oh, 100%. There's no, yeah. there's no question about it. But the, the, this is an interesting topic. Censure is basically meant to uh, take a member of the House or the legislature and uh, bring him into the well of the House and read out uh, the charge, the censure charge, to shame them. Yeah. And uh, regrettably, it was the 20 Democrats that agreed to vote for the censure that, you know, on the condition they didn't read uh, the, the censure uh, that was uh, they were voting on or tell her or ask her to stand in the well, which is usually the tradition. So I don't know which is worse. You know, the, the fact that uh, mm-hmm. uh, an effort to shame somebody isn't really done. And uh, it, it's sort of, uh, in, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, the one thing I did want to tell everyone that the only president to be uh, censured was Andrew Jackson. And he was Donald Trump's, one of his biggest uh, icons, Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, he was as, about as close to Trump as you'd get, I think. Yeah, and he was one of three presidents that the House of Representatives elected. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Well, New York Times building in New York City has been stormed by pro-Palestinian protesters who uh, rioted and vandalized a police car. Uh, the uh, pro-Palestinian rioters called for free Gaza and vandalized the police car with KKK on it. And we also saw them uh, damage the White House gates and paint the uh, stuff at the White House uh, entry. So, I, again, I'm... I, I think only one person was arrested in that too, Shane. That. Well, here, here, this is another sad example because they were also chanting, you know, the death times. That, you know, right. They mm-hmm. to do that. But yeah. this is a newspaper during World War II, under the auspices of uh, FDR, refused to uh, write about or acknowledge the Holocaust. They yeah. knew it was happening, and and they just refused 
um, to uh, say anything about it. So it, it, here we are, mm -hmm. 78 years later, and paper's the same, Thomas. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Hunter Biden and his uncle James have been uh, subpoenaed uh, Wednesday by the Oversight Committee. Uh, as part of the request, the committee asked for James Biden, James Biden's wife, Sarah Biden, as well as James uh, Hunter Biden's uh, wife, uh, Melissa Cohn, to sit for transcribed uh, interviews. The panel also asked for interviews with Haley Biden, the widow of Bo Biden, and her sister Elizabeth uh, Scundy. I guess it is. I don't. I don't know. And and all of them have refused the uh, you know yeah. the uh, subpoenas, mm -hmm. and of course as we, as we said in the second block, um, regrettably. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, Thomas. Oh. Yeah. Panels also requesting to speak with uh, Tony Bobulinski, who Hunter, uh, whom Hunter Biden's attorney have accused of lying to the FBI, and the release from Oversight Committee uh, James Comer. Uh, said he plans to send additional subpoenas and transcribes interviews requests later this week. So we'll see how that uh, how that plays out here as we as we go along with this uh, this thing is going to be it's going to be a mess. Of course it will be. Well, the first graders at a public school in Los Angeles were forced by their teachers to identify whether or not they were Jewish. Conservative pundit Dave Rubin said a fan had alerted him to the shocking incident that reportedly happened in the East Valley campus of Citizens of the World Charter Schools. Wow. That's remarkable. That's isn't sad, it? isn't it? Yeah. The children yeah. Uh, were also provided lessons on genocide. <laughs> in what was supposed to be a math class. So there you go. <laughs> can't make this no stuff confusion. up, Shane. No, no confusion there, right? <laughs> yeah. You just can't make this stuff up. So, And as we mentioned earlier, uh, Elsie Stefanik, is, uh, she's going to file ethics complaint against uh, Trump's trial judge. Um, that happened on Friday, I think. Um, the uh, yes. judge overseeing President Trump's uh, civil fraud trial uh, claiming the judge has shown inappropriate bias and judicial temperance toward the former president and calling on him to resign, uh, Arthur er en Engeron, I guess, uh, has displayed a clear judicial bias against Trump and broken several rules in the state's judicial uh, contact code. So we'll talk more about that when we come back after the news. Hey, don't forget, BozemanMagazine.com. you got to get over there and vote for Tom and Shane under Media and Info. We're under Media and Info. Go to BozemanMagazine.com. Click on the uh, Bozeman's Choice at the black banner at the top of the page and uh, enter some information, and nothing will happen to you. You won't get inundated with emails or uh, advertising or anything like that. Nothing, nothing like that will happen to you. So get over there and vote. All our competition is on five days a week. We are the lone voice in the wilderness, so we need your vote badly. So we'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's November 11, 2023. Tom off your morning mayor in the house. Shame and Tom and Half Man, Half Amazing is in Kamloops, Canada. We're happy to be with you this morning. And uh, on this Veterans Day, celebrating... Uh, 
our uh, many, uh, many uh, uh, people in the military, uh, both men and women. Thank you very much for your for your service to our country. We really appreciate it very, very much. And the Cats are going to take on Eastern Washington at 1 p.m. out of the stadium today, so you want to tune in for that. It'll be at, on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. Well, Shane, uh, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Democrats' favorite Republican, on Thursday has moved to force a uh, uh, force a vote on impeaching uh, Alex, Ale, Alejandro Mayorkas, the uh, <laughs> Homeland Security Secretary, who uh, uh, what uh, opened the turnstile at the border, I guess, Shane. So I don't know. So. Go nowhere. You you need a yeah. two thirds majority in the Senate, yeah, and a two thirds majority in the House, and it's. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no way. No, uh, nope, it's kind of a moot point, but it is symbolic at least, and I think a lot of people uh, looking at the border would be happy to uh, see him go. I I I just for some reason and. And, and I don't know if I should say this or not, but I don't understand the lack of expressed concern by the American public overall. Yeah, I know about this invasion of your country. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you're talking in the last four years, 12 million people. Yeah, it just it's a it's a staggering number, and mm-hmm. it doesn't unless I guess something happens and. I certainly I don't expect it to, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised because we know that thousands upon thousands of known terrorists have come into your country. Well, we've caught a few, so you know if there's a few caught, there are several that didn't get caught. Well, that's so right. so yeah. Well, in other news, unfortunately, a new report found that American households increased their total debt by $78 billion in the third quarter. And I think uh, we're seeing that here in, in uh, Bozeman, uh, Belgrade, Livingston, uh, in our area here. Study released uh, Tuesday found the average amount of total debt owed by U.S. households at 145000 bucks. Well, the, the the astonishing thing, because we've been following this for years, Tom. Yeah, we Listen, have, yeah. They, they keep telling everybody that it, for the first time, American credit card debt went over a trillion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where they get this. You know, pre-COVID, it was 1.7, and the money Americans got during COVID dropped it to 1.3. We, we Remember talking about it? We were really impressed mm-hmm. by the American public. Yeah. You know, trying to get... And uh, you know, they said it just went over a trillion, but it's 1.3 still. So I, I, where are these people's heads at? I mean, how, how, <laughs> how short is their memory or lack of their knowledge? It, well, okay, look, the bottom line is what's terrible about this is people are paying 18 to 24% interest on these credit cards. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you know at least the government isn't putting interest on loans, student mm-hmm. loans still. Yeah. But it, it, this is a horrific thing, and and it it adds to inflation because the, those costs to the middle class prevent them from mm-hmm. spending uh, any money you know, to uh, enhance the economy. You know, and and, and so mm-hmm. it's one of these circles you get in in, in these cycles that you, you have to pay attention to. I, I guess we're the, just the only show that pays attention. I guess we are. 
River App Chat Line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone. The tester radio commercials are comedy. He's holding the Biden administration accountable for the spy balloon. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the, uh, with the BBC last night, uh, with regards to that, uh, they said alleged spy uh, yeah, Chinese yeah, alleged spy balloon. Yeah, I'm sure. Because your, your government blew it up and it, it you know, it crashed. And yeah. so, you it's alleged. Yeah. Talking about the Federal Reserve earlier, the Federal Reserve paused rate hikes on Wednesday, uh, marking the end of 10 straight increases, which have driven uh, borrowing costs above 5%, squeezing consumers and creating headwinds for the economy. Policymakers also said there uh, may be two more hikes uh, this year. I I don't know if they're going to hike during Christmas, Shane. Um you know, there's going to be enough inflation to go around over the next uh, six weeks or so uh, as we get into uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday and uh, the Christmas season. And I fully expect that uh, credit card debt to dramatically increase uh, over that period that I think a lot of people are going to resort to credit um, as opposed to uh, buying uh, stuff for cash. So it's Well, as I said sad, in that previous you know. block that I expect a point five, you know, uh, percent or one point, a full percent uh, raise in the Fed rate at the December meeting, which will be after all the Christmas mm-hmm. purchasing people have done, and they have to because your inflation's still double digits. I mean, we're talking fifteen to eighteen percent. Yeah, yeah, the real, yeah, the the real Core numbers. Is, yeah, the real yeah. numbers out there, uh, uh, gas and uh, and food and everything uh, have aren't being kind to uh, uh, shoppers' uh, pocketbooks. So, No, it's, yeah. it's horrific. Well, despite the pause, Americans are unlikely to see any relief. Um, uh, a pause won't bring down, uh, won't bring borrowing rates lower, uh, particularly for variable rate debt, such as credit cards and home equity lines of credit that have increased in step with the Fed's 10 previous uh, interest rate hikes. Uh, Evaluated inflation and a strong labor market mean the Fed is nowhere close to cutting interest rates, so uh, borrowers will continue to be dealing with high interest rates for months to come, even if the Fed doesn't hike rates further. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, Shane. Well, you know, the head of the Fed, Mr. Powell, is walking into the perfect storm with this uh, commercial real estate issue in the next, the first three months of next year. And mm-hmm. $2 trillion in the U.S. alone of commercial real estate needs to be re, re, refinanced. And who's going to yeah. do it? Right? Yeah. I, like, literally, who is going to do it? That's true. Well, Tuesday, uh, municipal elections, the residents of West Yellowstone spoke, lo- spoke loud and clear. <laughs> they do not want pot shops in town. So <laughs> according to Gallatin, Gallatin County election results, 240 West Yellowstone resident, residents voted to keep an existing ban in place, while 128 wanted to overturn it. Uh, the ban applies not only to retail stores, but grow operations, manufacturing facilities, and other related businesses. So... Uh, they, they they don't want it because you know they they can refill their VAP needs online. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, in Yellowstone County, the small town of Broadview uh, voted forty-one to seven to similarly prohibit marijuana businesses within its boundaries. And in twenty twenty, residents of Gallatin County 
where West Yellowstone is situated, voted in favor of cannabis uh, legalization. Uh, they um, uh, any uh, any county where a major uh, majority of the residents support legalization has a green light to permit recreational sales. Any county or town within a county could also ban the sales. So, you know, I guess uh, the West Yellowstone people are just going to have to drive up to uh, uh, to Bozeman and uh, get their high. Which me doesn't make any sense because. You know, with the threat of, of, of pot being cut with that terrible drug coming into your country, mm-hmm. you know, you, you think that, that people would look at it from the standpoint of protecting people from overdosing on just smoking pot because it was laced. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it's not a good thing. To yeah. Well, as we mentioned earlier, Joe Manchin, who's uh, been kind of a, a thorn in the side of the Democrat Party, voting uh, sometimes with the Republicans and sometimes, uh, you know, in favor of some things uh, against others, uh, says he's not going to seek reelection in 2024. Now, what? Now, since he's not beholden to anybody, <laughs> Shane, what's he going to do between now and 2024? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I asked you on the last vlog about that. I'm glad you brought it up again because <laughs> it, it, the, this is one of these things that could, uh, you know, really hurt the Democratic Party. Uh, any any third party is going to take votes away from the Democratic Party. Uh, that's just yeah. that's a, just a matter of fact. And we'll see what happens. But the mm-hmm. last time this happened, it was George Senior who got got dinged and yeah you know the, the guy that started a third party took votes away from him and at the time he was the most popular president in history because of the you know the successful you know uh, war in the Middle East with regards to Kuwait so Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, like you say, everything's on the table, right? Yeah. Like, well, so, yeah, a lot of people thought he would make some kind of a third party run along with yeah. Kennedy, maybe. So, uh, Ma- Ma- maybe. Uh, no, yeah. Ron, he, he, he's the, the, the Romney and him, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, they talked about that as well. That Romney yeah. and Manchin might uh, might go together. Uh, they also <laughs> thought that uh, Manchin might be a uh, might do a uh, end run by himself. Uh, as a third party candidate, but he uh, completely has, has reportedly declined, or repeatedly declined, rather, that uh, he's not up for that. So I guess we'll Well, you got the out. Libertarian Party, the Green Party, you have JFK, you've got uh, uh, that African American <laughs> professor, can't see the party. He's, so you got four already that are out yeah. there. And, but normally, you know, you look back and, and, and I look back and yeah, there, there's always been the smaller cases for the last 30 years of, you know, two or three small parties yeah. that nobody <laughs> pays attention to and didn't affect the election, which is sort of amazing. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Tester does, too, because uh, he's got, uh, well, uh, she's running against him, and, uh, and uh, Rosendale might jump into the race, hasn't yet, at least as far as I know he hasn't yet, but... Uh, Anyway, yeah, but you, you've mm. you've got both of those gentlemen ahead of him already, so yeah, you know, I, I, I well, that's what I, I mean. He needs to do something between now and twenty four to prop himself yeah. up, uh, and you know, if in a tough election, he may uh, he may go more uh, center or right on some votes, um, you know, depending on what it is. But well, yeah, the the, the big the big question. For all of this is Iran. 
what will they do or continue to do, or more importantly, what will your president do? Because uh, if, if if something happens major, like you know the uh, that island off of uh, mm-hmm. uh, Iran and in the Persian Gulf, where you now have the Eisenhower aircraft carrier group, you know Krug Island, they, they take that out and it's a terminal 25 miles mm-hmm. off the coast. You know, Iran's gone. I mean, or worse, you know, take out the Ayatollah and Qum you know, with a, one of your Moabs. Mother of all bombs, there, Thomas. There you go. <laughs> from our uh, from our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight. I was uh, I was just off the phone with a Vietnam vet friend, and he said there's a pro Palestine march scheduled today in Bozeman. You guys know anything oh. about this? Uh, I haven't heard anything about uh, a march uh, from anything. On so, Veterans Day. But it wouldn't surprise me at all uh, because Bozeman is fat is well known to jump on any left-wing cause and march down the street with whatever placards they can come up with. So if this is true, it's a slap in the face of all veterans. Uh, the uh, slice of the budget by a nickel, drill, baby, drill. I forgot the third thing, uh, what Shane suggested to handle the debt. Uh uh, th- those are the primary two. Yeah. Uh, the, the third thing is is you, you, you just can't increase the Fed rate. That, that, that's mm-hmm. just disaster. Yeah. Uh, I'd laugh when I hear Aaron Flint call Tester uh, flip-flop flat top. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, that, that expression came out of the 60s. With na- naval pilots, right? They, they, you know, that flat cut on the top of their head, because yeah. you know, they flew off a flat top, so yeah. that's what they did. Uh, can we learn to pronounce the names of countries? Not Iran, it's Iran. <laughs> Not Italy, it's Italy. <laughs> I didn't think we had a problem pronouncing Italy. Iran, or Iran, Iran either one. You know. Yeah, it's like so. Kiev, Kiev. You know, which you hear nothing about anymore. Yeah. Like, isn't that incredible? I mean, five weeks and yeah. who's done a story on uh, on uh, Ukraine? Nobody. Nobody. Not a word. People people are still dying. They're still fighting. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're coming into the 15th year of the war. And 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that happened in this country is that when politicians found out they can print money at will and nothing happens, gave permission to all of those who uh, don't want to work on it. So. Well, that's not exactly true. What happened was you went off the gold standard mm-hmm. to, and, and uh, to utilize debt as a form of funding your government. And uh, regrettably, that's Nixon you have to uh, look to because he's the one who did it. Yeah. Uh, West doesn't want pot, but uh, has a bar on every corner. I wonder if the bar owners are afraid. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, maybe maybe a prohibition is next in West Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, I used to laugh about going through Montana. And there's you know there's every little town you went through, you were sure to find two places: a bar and a yeah. post office. Yeah. Now they're worried about you know a, a, a pot shot. Yeah. I always so wanted to meet. I always wanted to meet Jane Fonda so I could punch her in the face. That's from Jay. <laughs> or from Gay. I'm sorry, Gay. Or, uh... yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, this is Jeff. I sent my last text a little prematurely and didn't really get my point. Uh, I didn't want to give uh, bad protesters a pass, but I thought it would be important to compare 
uh, what was really going on in our country at the time. Basically, the troops were forced to participate in an immoral war. Well, I, I was there. I didn't see anything immoral about it. <laughs> uh, the American citizens were uh, uh, fed a, pla a plate full of lies, especially from Kissinger. Yeah, I would go along with that. What's even worse, the troops uh, were lied to about uh, how they would be taken care of uh, by the health care system. Well, I don't know. I use the VA health care system here locally and uh, in Helena. It's been pretty good to me. Uh, it's <laughs> nice that we have a holiday uh, memorializing our troops. I think they need to be supported every day, and I would agree with that. So I think Christmas, uh, we should keep the Christmas spirit year-round, but we don't. So there you go. <laughs> it's a good one, B. Rock and roll here. It's a good one. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, credit card uh, debt has hit a new record, and uh, uh, delinquencies are also on the rise. Americans are increasingly turning to credit cards to cover everyday expenses, with debt hitting new record high at the end of September. Uh, in the three-month period from July to September, total uh, credit card rate surged to $1.8 trillion, Shane, an increase of $48 billion or 4.6% from the previous quarter. And there's also an uptick in borrowers who are struggling with credit card, student loan, and auto payments uh, debt. As of September, about 3% of outstanding debt was in some stage of delinquency, up from about 2.7 recorded the previous quarter but still down from the average 4.7 seen uh, before the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, pandemic arose. Yeah, the problem with credit card debt is it, it's a, for, in your country per household is over 8,000. So yeah. people are paying like 1,600 a year in interest. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 20 and 25% or whatever. So yeah, yeah credit card delinquencies continue to rise from their pre-pandemic era lows in the third quarter. And the number of newly delinquent individuals has actually surpassed the typical pre-pandemic level. The flow of debt uh, moving into delinquency hit 1.28% in the third quarter compared to 0.94% during the same period a year ago. The increase was also pronounced among individuals between the age of 30 and 39. Ouch. There you are. Uh, the New York Fed said uh, the, uh, the the increase could reflect a loosening uh, of tightening uh, standards over the past few years, an overextension by lenders and uh, borrowers, or a sign of financial troubles at home um, uh, amid ongoing inflation and high interest rates. And yeah, I'd say yes to I'd say yes to all those things, Shane. That um, yeah, the rates are just off the charts. So. Well, there's 1,200 co public co companies in your country, and um, over 85% are down mm -hmm. at least 20% uh, uh, in the last two years, and 50% uh, are down over 50% in the last two years. So yeah. th this across-the-board problem, and uh, th there's no there's no way of you know yeah. trying to uh, unexplain it. it. That's just what's happening. People just don't want to talk about it. Well, the unemployment rate rose to 3.9% in October, reflecting 348,000 fewer people reporting they had jobs in the Department of Labor Statistics Household Survey, and an additional 146,000 saying they couldn't find work uh, to uh, 6.5 million. 416,000 left the labor force altogether, 
as the labor participation rate dipped to 62.7 amid continued demographic shifts of the aging population, but also individuals giving up on looking for work altogether, Shane. So. But it, it, this is a falsehood. Uh, Pre-COVID employment was, you know, it, it, it's now at par. 162 million Americans are employed. And it doesn't account for 15 million undocumented workers. And we know, we've talked about it for, what, 12 years, going on 12 years in May, 3%, uh, you know, economists say is full employment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, th- th- this is an effort. Uh, as a talking point to, to, to get away from the, the dark shadow of where the economy is at. Yeah. Uh, is it me or did Trump win the third debate and he didn't even attend? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think some of the pundits said, yeah, he was the big winner because they all they all uh, pretty well self-destructed. Uh, uh, yeah. Haley and uh, DeSantis at least are still treading water. But I think the other ones uh, really did themselves in badly. Well, apparently, this last week, DeSantis's uh, organization uh, commented that his biggest donor has walked away from him and said that uh, there's no point in supporting you anymore because Trump's going to be the nominee. So, Money talks, baby. (laughs) CS walks, right? Isn't that what they say in Montana? That's right. A dozen LLC shell corporations set up to launder money around 100 suspicious bank activity reports. Statement from Burisma officials saying the Bidens demanded $10 million for a pay-to-play. Around $30 million uncovered so far in the oversight committee that went to the Bidens. And the libs ask, where is the evidence? When the various members of the Biden crime family are questioned in the forthcoming testimonials, uh, first question I would ask, where did all the million of dollars come from and for what? Now, I, 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 this, we, we have time, and I want to make a tribute to you. I thank the Lord Jesus every day uh, for bringing me into your life. You're my best friend, and I'm... So grateful for this opportunity we've shared for coming up, as I said, on 12 years. Yeah. And, you know, I'd never say it enough. And today I get to say it with with pride and honor and salute you. Thank you for your service. And and, uh, I really appreciate the picture of you in Vietnam. You put uh, posted on my Facebook page. I shared it with all my friends and 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 family. And. it's my honor to be able to say to you as often and never enough, welcome home, my good man, Thomas, right. Eagle Man, Eagle Hawk. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Shane. Um, you know, this uh, the show is so much better since you joined it permanently. Um, you know, you <laughs> you get the textures riled up, which is a good thing, which, <laughs> which brings in a lot of listeners, and uh, we really appreciate that. So uh, say goodbye real quick. and uh... <laughs> Be happy, be safe, everyone. God bless you, Thomas. You're a great American. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us, folks. Thanks so much for being with us. Don't forget, Eastern Washington is at uh, the stadium at 1 o'clock. Uh, that'll be in our sister station, 100.7 uh, XL Country. And also, don't forget, bozemanmagazine.com. Get over and vote for Tom and Shane. Uh, go up 
Uh, go to bozemanmagazine.com. Up on the black banner, you'll see Bozeman Choice. Click on that and vote for Tom and Shane in Info and Media, or Media and Info, one of the two. <laughs> I forget which one it is. So, All right, thanks, everybody. Thanks so much. Uh, we really appreciate you guys so much uh, spending your time with us. You could be doing a bunch of other things, but we really appreciate you hanging out with us each week. So that's going to wrap it up for me. Thanks to Shane. I am out of here.